When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal star's Steve Sippel. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, just three days away from Christmas, our second to last show of the week. We are here tomorrow and not Friday. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So although it's Wednesday, this is this is kind of like our Thursday today, but not yeah. really. Did you hear what I said? What? I meant it. That's, that's weird. Sometimes you say stuff you don't think about. It's unfortunate. I like doing the show. I, 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 well, I don't want. We'll why be back on Monday. It's not. Well, like we're taking a week I'm, off. I'm not complaining. But why are? I'm not complaining. I'm just asking. Why aren't we doing the show Monday or Friday? Because Friday. it's Christmas Eve, and that's our observance of Christmas on this station. Since it's a Saturday for okay. Christmas, actually. Just wanted to know. That's the answer there. I could pretend like I'm doing a radio show on. Sure. Friday. Why don't you just wake up at 5:45 <laughs> and talk in your sleep, and then go back to sleep at eight? That's always. Fine and dandy. Kind of what I do anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Stop walking here. Uh, it is a double barrel Wednesday. We'll talk to Sean Callahan and Parker Gabriel today. Yeah, you things are happening. Also, get your mailbag questions into earlybreak937 at gmail.com for 645. Your head, your hair's all matted down. Looks like you're bald. Uh. I, I, I am balding. That's just the way of life right now. Balding. I can't shake it. I'm trying to shake it. I can't. <laughs> yeah, and it's not. I do some things here that are very questionable and insensitive like saying that i can say it because i've i have experienced hair loss like you you're also 55 and i am 30 (laughs) more acceptable for you than it is for me (laughs) and i was probably a little bit uh i I wouldn't go so far as to say inappropriate yesterday but i was a little bit um surly no no uh, yeah, when that's you bring a, up always a, a good description for inappropriate. Sometimes when you bring up certain topics, I get surly. Yeah, surly. But uh, regarding Mannheim steamroller, I sort of was, I brushed it off yeah. as a How something that doesn't need to happen. And and that's not I right. was there, and it was fine. It was great. Sorry, it was not okay. fine. It was great. Actually, it was a lot really? of fun. Okay, seriously. Now it was at the lead center. There okay. was actually two shows yesterday. There's one at three o'clock. I went to the seven thirty. Three o'clock. Yes, and I believe they're both sold out. Mine was for sure, for sure sold out. How do people shake three at three o'clock? I don't know. I, I don't know. I wasn't able. No one in my group was able to go at three, so we went at seven thirty. Um, you have a group. Yeah, my mom, my dad, and my wife. How about that? That's the group. All right, that's the group. I didn't go with my bros or my my pals. I went with my family and my wife. Your entourage. Yeah, my entourage. Yeah, it was great. We had an awesome time. Good. Um, we're going to talk sports, but we want to get to Mannheim Steamroller. 
this how was the crowd sold the, out? The crowd was packed. Really? So I, I we bought these tickets late. So we we didn't have four tickets together. We were all in different spots. The same all four of you? All we were in the same right balcony, but we were all in different spots, like in the middle of a row. Basically. You didn't sit by Elizabeth. No, she was. Uh, she she wanted me to take the the front one. She's yeah. very kind of her. Yeah. I, I said you could have it. No, you. She said no, you could have it. So I sat in the farthest of anybody of all of us in the balcony, like the fourth row up. Okay. She sat like in the seventh row up, maybe. So you had good seats. Yeah, and then my parents were like in the upper section too, also not together at all, in the middle of the row. Was there popcorn? That's what I want to get to before, you know, we won't, I won't spend too much time on this, but it, not about popcorn. All right, here, here's the deal. So, so the lead center is very, very, very mask-like. Police or, oriented, yes, oriented. Like okay. you, you, you cannot walk in that place or ever walk in there without a mask at any time. Like you go to the bathroom, mask on. Very strict. Okay. Yeah. However, they're still selling alcohol huh. at the lead center, right? and and goodies. You could buy food. Uh-huh. So I didn't see any signs at all that said you you can't take alcohol into the actual theater. So oh, no. we, we yeah, this is where I text you like at seven. The show yeah, starts did. at seven thirty. I text you at seven thirty-two, yeah. saying this is already a, a bad start here. <laughs> so when we get to the theater on seven twenty, yeah. you know, ten minutes early, you go to the bathroom, everything, and I yeah. said, oh, I want to get, a, I want to get some, you know, some wine for this performance. Yes, Perfect. I don't buy wine that often, but I said, Perfect. oh, this sounds like a good time to get. Wine. How do they sell it? So they were selling. What do you, you drink know, it? Cla- you know, it was like a plastic cup. Oh, okay. And, and and they sold some beer and they had some spirits too and you know they had like cookies and stuff to buy, so I assume when you're selling alcohol or food at a theater, you can take it into the theater, right? That's the assumption. It's right outside the door. I I I go down at like at seven twenty seven, right before the show, to buy two glasses of wine, one for me, and I take one to my wife, Elizabeth. Yes, Elizabeth. <laughs> Seems very gla- normal. I've got two glasses of wine where I could where I could legally buy them outside of the theater, mm-hmm. inside you know inside the building, outside the theater. I get to the door to go back in, and the gal is like, "You can't bring those in here." I'm like, "What?" Like, yeah, it's it's a COVID thing. I'm like, I said, "Why are you selling it then?" <laughs> She's like, "I can't answer that question." I said, well, "I need to know because now I'm gonna chug two glasses of wine." <laughs> So, I'm in panic mode now. I am in panic mode. No, I'm in panic mode because the problem here, Sip, is that I'm in the middle of the row. Like I can't just go in late, and I'm gonna piss everybody off if I slowly drink these and then walk in as the lights are off, the music's playing. Yeah, Yeah, you're in a jam. And I have nobody near me to try to back me up. You're in a jam. We're all different rows. I am in squarely in the center of like a row of thirty people. Like I gotta get about fifteen people either side. So I said I gotta chug these now, and I, I can't leave. You're in a wine jam. So it is 7:28, and I have to. I got two glasses of wine. And I guess I could have texted Elizabeth and said, hey, come out here. But yeah, she's yeah. she's also in the middle of the row. She'll yeah. have the same problem. Yeah, she's, uh, so we yeah. can't have two people walking in late in the middle of the row and pissing people off. No. So I said, all right, I I, I got to chug these. Did you chug them? The first one went down pretty easily. I mean, these are probably about six, seven ounce pours. Not right. not like not like 16 right. ounces. That would right. kill me. Right. But I, I chugged the first one in about, you know, six seconds. Did you? So that was okay. And the second one did not go down quite as quickly. It did not. Because my stomach's like, please stop. And my brain said, please stop. Yeah, yeah. But I 
pounded it through. I, it took about a minute or two to finish that one. <laughs> I didn't feel great after that one, but I, I walked in. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just was like, I just wasted, you know, 13 bucks on these two glasses of wine that I did drink, but I did not intend to chug them. They were supposed to be enjoyed slowly, thoroughly, throughout the did, concert. Did you have to exp- how could you even explain it to Elizabeth? I texted her. I got to my seat because I, you know, I wasn't by her. Uh-huh. I said, I said, I just made a huge mistake. She's like, what happened? I said, I was going to go bring you a glass of wine and myself one, but they said they couldn't bring wine into the theater or anything. So I had to go chug them outside. And That's she was laughing about That's it. That's a problem. She said, oh, you're going to be feeling it now. I said, yeah. the first few songs, I was, you know, I was buzzing pretty good. <laughs> you thought it was... You thought it was you thought it was Paul McCartney and Wings. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, like, there's also there's a bunch of lights going on in the yeah. first couple of songs. My brain's like, oh, I can't handle oh, this, this right a, now. This I can't handle this. <laughs> so that's uh, that's the concert was great. I I, rec- I recovered. I recovered. Did you, did you take a nap in your no, seat? <laughs> no, I did not take a nap. Did you I did close my eyes for about a minute. Yeah, so point. you did take a nap. I did take a nap. <laughs> There was like one slow song I kind of got sleepy by after with my two glasses of wine I had to chug, <laughs> and after that it was all good. Did you tell? Did you? You didn't actually tell the lady I need an answer because I have to. No, I, I said why. <laughs> I just, was there sign? Was there? Signs? I asked her why are you selling this then? Yeah, what, was there signs that said? I must have missed him, but I, it yeah. wasn't like there was all over the place saying you can't bring anything into the auditorium. Mm-hmm. I've never have you ever thought of, heard of a place where you could buy alcohol at and you couldn't bring so it they in? Just, the, the idea is probably just to stand in the foyer. Yeah, the, stand in the foyer. Yeah. But why would I do that? I'm at a concert. Right. Well, maybe. Like you can bring alcohol into a concert when you go to it, right? Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. I've never heard of this before. Yeah. Where you can actually they're they're actively selling it. It's like you're getting it where you shouldn't be. They're they're promoting that they have alcohol on sale mm-hmm. and food for sale, but you can't bring it in to the concert. <laughs> Okay. I've never heard of that before. I've got to hear a little bit more about the concert. Mannheim. Like, what is the music exactly? It's Christmas music. It's like an orchestra, basically. So, okay, so with, big... With, like, synthesizers and okay. that kind of stuff. A, a big orchestra with synthesizers. Yeah. And they play all Christmas music. All Christmas songs, yep. Okay. Like, their best ver- their best song is Deck the Halls, in my opinion. That's Okay. You would know that song yeah. when you heard it. You're like, oh, yeah, it's been on commercials. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Their version of Carol of the Bells has been on commercials. Like, I think it was okay. also in Home Alone back in the day. Okay. But yeah, it was good. Really good. Really good it music. Packed. packed house. Not not as empty seat in sight. I'll be darned. And I was smack dab in the middle of a row, <laughs> and I had to chug wine to make sure that I didn't upset anybody. <laughs> what kind of food did they have there? Like cookies and popcorn. <laughs> like why do we want to have popcorn? It's gonna take forever to eat popcorn. <laughs> Just thoroughly confused still. Well, that's good. That's a good experience for you. But. Cool venue. I like the lead center. It's nice. I can tell you I'm age 55, and I can tell you I've never chugged wine. And I can't even remember the last time I drank wine. Probably it could be when I was in my teens. I mean, I just don't I just don't drink it. So I can't imagine chugging it. Uh, what are people saying about, uh, this is what are people Dan, saying Dan, about you? Dan says, Jake, going bald and going to Mannheim Steamer. Are you 70 years old? Yeah, maybe I am. <laughs> Okay, what was the age, what 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 would you say the age range was? Older, there? yes, older. I would say yeah, older, yeah. 
you know, my parents are 60 and you know they fit right in probably the is that right the typical age there yeah well, that's the group that's the age that really we, uh, they that's, started in 1984 this when Mannheim started so I can kind of remember that they're about 23 at that point you okay. know back in college out of college and so that was a big thing back then Mannheim um how many like what would you guess? How many band members is it? Like, or how many members of this? Oh, well, there's there was uh they they like they introduced seven people, then they had an orchestra. They didn't even they say their names of like probably ten, so about seventeen eighteen people okay. total. Okay, it was fun though. Yeah, good time. Except I had to chug wine and I couldn't bring it to the auditorium. <laughs> Other than that, it was it was fun. So thank you for listening right. to so my that, story. That, that lasted from what seven to uh, seven thirties when it started. Seven thirty to about nine. With they had one song on court. about nine forty. Okay, nine forty-five. All right, we'll talk more about that as the show yeah, goes we will. on. I, I'll have questions. Thank you. Please, please remember yes, those. Yes, that was good, and I and I appreciate the report. Yeah, there's your report there. Yeah. Uh, there is also some news for Nebraska football. It appears. Yeah, it, I don't think is it official yet, or is it still? It football scoop believes it's official. Well, it but sounds like the, even the guys around here so, are, are saying it looks like he's gone. Okay, so we we'll talked about Tony Tuvio. Yes, so we, so we had this offseason, we were talking about how Nebraska has to replace four offensive coaches, but the question I had was, all right, we know that was a problem, but defensively, you liked what you saw. Can you keep everybody around with the coaching staff? And, it, and up until yesterday, it seemed like we were on the right path. And then the new Oregon coach... Dan Lanning. Dan Lanning, who was the former Georgia defensive coordinator, is now poaching Tony Tuioti, Nebraska's defensive line coach, to go be the D-line coach at Oregon. Yes. And it, I, I mean, I just want to, I guess what we need to do is, is just engage in plain talk, right? Yeah. I mean... If you're a Nebraska staff member right now, well, let's just let's just let's just take this case and not broaden it. Tony Tuioti, he's in a kind of a everybody at Nebraska is in a tough spot right now, right? You're if you're a if you're a coach, a college football coach, oftentimes what you're doing is just looking at the the best situation possible for your family. All right. Well, he, he's going to get three years or four years right. with Dan Lanning, probably right versus one more here. Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Anthem Health Plans, Inc. I mean, if I had... Now, I don't know Tony. I don't know exactly how many kids he has, but it's in the six range. Yeah, it's six or seven, yeah. something like that. So I, you're thinking about that a lot, right? I, I think it's seven. I okay. think it's seven kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're thinking about that a lot. And you're looking at that next... You're looking at the contract. You're looking at, okay, I got one more year at Nebraska... Maybe, maybe. Well, you got one for sure. Maybe more than that, but it's maybe. At Oregon's a guarantee, so seems like a no-brainer. He's been at Cal. Mm-hmm. Knows um, the Pac-12. Yeah, he knows the Pac-12. Um, and it's a tough one. This is a tough one. And and I'm I'm glad you mentioned what you did about the possibility of losing defensive coaches. But, I mean, this is a big one. 
and you know, there's a, and, and and they could lose another one probably. I don't know anything though. I'm not saying well, I'm, not, I'm not insinuating that well, I know. What anything. we do know is that Travis Fisher has been over the past couple years right. has been pursued by other places. That, you wonder about that one. That's for the sure. one you're going to always say. Well, in, until he's not here anymore, that's the guy you're going to be concerned is is gone. Right. So now right, what you wonder is this: What's this open up a? I mean, if this this is happening, okay. I mean, it's it's pretty clear to me it's happening. Tony Tuioti to Oregon. Yeah, it's not official yet, but it's pretty much done. Now, does that what, what, what like. does this pave the way for? Is the question? Does it pave the way for a a special teams coach? Um, to be I don't I don't I don't know how he, I still don't know how he's going to configure this. Well, I, I think people would ask, does it make sense to put Mike Dawson back at defensive line coach at this point? That's the guy who was there, obviously, before he went to the NFL, came back to be outside linebackers coach. Yeah, he, could he does, coach outside linebackers and defensive line? Uh, it's a big room. It'd be a big it's room. A lot of, it's, a, it's a big job. Mm-hmm. But they're married. I mean, think about it. Them. Think about it. They don't even really play a 3-4. They play a 4-3, basically. I mean, they're jumping in and out, right? Yeah, and oftentimes it's it's an even look now, so that OLB tag's kind of a misnomer anyway. Yeah, you could definitely do that. You could just make you could make DOS, but you got to take the special teams tag off of him in that in that event because that's too much. Yeah, um, so maybe that's what you do. Would that would that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it makes. You sense. still have this running back issue. Yep, you out too there. don't have a running backs coach. Right. You can actually make a full time coach. Yeah, I wonder if with like, the numbers right now. Yeah. I wonder if <clears throat> Trev Alberts, when he was talking on Husker Sports Nightly the other day, was taking into account when he said Scott had a plan for to fill out the rest of his staff, and he likes the plan and it just has a couple details to finish up. I wonder if he was taking into account Tuyote going to Oregon. I I, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, this is not it's not something I've been locked in on. I didn't know until last night this was happening. Honestly. Um, so I, I, yeah, I don't know. This is like late last night. And by the way, this, I mean, I don't want to react like, like there's alarm. This is, this is kind of, this is not surprising at all. Right. You would say you're not surprised. No, Tony Tuyoti has been a a very important part of the staff. Right. I, I would say I'm not surprised, but I'm, I mean, there's a level of concern. I mean, this is five, this is going to be five new staff members, right? Five new staff members. And, and again, you expected that offensively to, to have some changing up there. But defensively, although you might have expected some guys to leave on their own, you were hoping that that entire staff would stick around because you liked what they did this year collectively. Everybody. Like it was all those guys, if you went one by one by one for the defensive staff, would say, yeah, did his job, did his job, did his job, did his job. Like we, you're happy with that. Pretty happy, which yeah. is which is uncommon, I think, when you're three and nine to have that kind of you know, cohesion in oh, terms of your support for all those guys. Yeah, the discussion is so odd, but you're right. You're I generally right. I don't know. They didn't hold up against the run that well late in the season. You would you would agree with that? Yeah, right? but they weren't like atrocious. wasn't no, like no, it was, not, you know, no. it wasn't like Wisconsin well, 2014 level. Well, Wisconsin. Yeah, it was against Wisconsin. It was not. No, not 408 yards. No, not four. No, I said not, not 2014 not, Wisconsin. Or, right. Melvin Gordon, okay, that kind of Wisconsin. Yeah, it wasn't great against Braylon Allen. Of course, he had some long runs that, that hurt and that well, helped him win the game. He averaged ten a carry. I mean, uh. <laughs> but it wasn't four hundred yards. I know, but like you, there's a certain like level when you talk about Wisconsin that 
<laughs> is going Wisconsin on Nebraska. I got you. I hear and you. 400 yards will always be that top yeah. ledger there. Okay. Well, Tony did a good job here, and I am talking about him in the past tense a little bit. Um, and it, in, in this, maybe it explains why Damian Daniels moved on and why DeAndre Thomas looks like he's moving on. Maybe they knew. Maybe they had an idea this was coming. Um, or It could be it just popped up. But, you know, they, they're they going to have a lot of work to do up front. I mean, you, you wonder about guys like Jordan Riley, what they can – they got to start getting stuff out of Jordan Riley and Nash Hutmacher. They had those freshmen come in, um, Marquise Black. And I don't know. that this, uh, They got to – I don't. I don't know. I don't want to act like the sky's falling, but five new staff members, Jake. Well, again, we knew offensively it was going to be yeah. probably a fresh start there. All right, sky's with not a new, falling with a new quarterback. Sky's not which falling. We don't know who the quarterback is. It <laughs> might be on the roster right now when Smothers or yeah or Harburg. Again, expected, not surprised, but still concerned. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the way. That's what it is. It's kind of like when I saw it, I was like, oh. That, not, not. I'm not surprised at all, but oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Here's a question that JJ asked, because I think this will be asked by several people. All when, right. when you talk about, okay, going forward, how do you, how do you address this for Nebraska? Is we, we mentioned, is it possible that Dawson goes to defensive line coach? JJ says, can, can Barrett Rude take both inside and outside linebackers? Yes, yes, but that would be a gigantic room. It's complicated by the fact that they don't really play a three-four all the time. That you got to keep that in mind. They're they're more often, I would say, an even front now. So I don't know. I don't know how they're going to structure it. Um, I don't, Jake. I I just I don't want to even. It's hard for me to even speculate too much on that. Here's a good text from Kent regarding uh, your analogy of Barry Seal here. Is it, okay. seal, is it seals or seal, by the way? Is it's there... Barry Seal. No, not seal. Barry Seal. Yeah, just okay. seal. All right, Barry. Kent says, Sip, does this make the airplane heavier or the trees taller? It does both. <laughs> uh, it does both. It makes you're, you're, the. You're yeah. going to definitely clip some trees now. Yeah. Um, More branches now. Yeah, and that scene, it's really funny. They Barry Seal walks up to his plane, and the, and the cartel has put this guard in the front seat of the, like a someone to guard the drugs and the guy weighs the guy's like 510 300 <laughs> and 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 uh Barry says no no this guy has got to go um no no this isn't going to work and he has to push him out this is like the guy's still in the plane no this is the, no the, the the plane is heavier now the trees are you're going to hit those trees it's just a question of are you just going to graze them or are you going into them? <laughs> I mean, that's the question. Are you going to graze them or go into them? You saw the scene. I showed I it to you. I saw the scene, yeah. I know exactly. I've got a yeah. perfect visualization. Yeah. Of it. Barry's going, come on, baby. Oh. <laughs> Flipping branches on the way up. <laughs> no, it's a. I'd, listen, they're in a situation where they got to win immediately. And the more, I mean, the more kind of challenges you add into the equation the harder it gets okay here's, this is a challenge okay here, a here's challenge. a good a good uh point from spencer here right? yeah we this? need to hear the text yeah, spencer says good morning sip and jake hello spencer simple the offensive line room is large and they only have one coach linebackers are not as large of a group as that uh 
Barrett had, I, I mean, you can count them like 13 or 14 That's guys in his room, in the, in the inside linebacker's room. Now you're going to add, I mean, you have 28. You can do it. I mean, you can do it. But I don't know. There's a reason why they had it the way they did. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, so defensive linemen that you're talking about, young guys, okay, before you get to the tech, yep, back yep, to the text yep, line. Yep. We haven't heard much from a guy like Jalen Weaver. He's a fre- he's a true freshman. You're looking – like, we haven't heard much from Mosiah Newsom, who's been in the program two or three years. Two years, I believe, yeah. Yeah. Raquan Buckley, a redshirt freshman, we haven't heard much from him. Um, now, Nash Hupmacher, I think he's got possibility to start. Um, Jordan Riley, he'll be a senior. Haven't heard much from Tate Wildeman. Haven't heard much from him. I no. mentioned Marquise Black. Um, he's, a, he, he's a redshirt freshman. Are they going to get DeAndre Thomas back? I don't think so, Jake. I don't think you're going to get DeAndre Thomas back. It'd be great if you could. But now, the the, the dudes, the dudes you really got to get going at a high level, the new coaches, Casey Rogers. Casey Rogers, absolutely. Yeah, yep. Ty Robinson. Yep, both those guys need yeah. them. Need them. A big, in they a big need way. To be, they need to be very good. See, when I was assessing the defense right after the season, I was counting on DeAndre Thomas being back and perhaps Damian Daniels. Now you lose both of those mm. and your D line coach. Yeah, that's that's a hit. God, well, that's a hit. You, you mentioned you got to have one of those young guys: yeah. Buckley, Newsom, Weaver, Marquise Black. Well, you need Hutmacher to be ready. A war. He's got. He's got to take he's over. He's got to be Damon. a war daddy. Yeah, he's got to be a war. He's, he's got to be ready. You know, yeah. we talk about everyone always talks about how strong he is and how much of an ox that he is in the weight room and how he dominated in South Dakota. This is this is big boy football now. You know, you're talking about Big Ten. Absolutely. And I, I don't think he was bad when he played this year in his limit. He played a, you know, some snaps this season, of course, but he's got he's got to be ready to take that thing on by himself. Yeah, they could they could really use someone like Colton Feast to really to to develop into something surprising. I mean, they yeah, Jake, 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 man, I, he yeah. What are people saying? This, this is where somebody's at right now with like just beaten down. Someone says. I think this is a positive that Oregon is poaching a staff member from a three and nine team. Yeah, we have guys that people want. Well, definitely, you, you do. I mean, you do have. How them. sad is that though? That, well, we, that you can view that as like a positive. Like, hey, we we had somebody that Oregon actually wanted. I guess he was well, good. I say it all the time. We're in a fix. We're in a fix. But this is not surprising. If you're Jake, if you're Tony Tuioti, you're looking around, right? If you're Fisher, you're, you're looking if you're around. Anybody. If, you're, yeah. if you're Shenander, you might be looking yeah. around. Yeah, all this thing about Trev gave him great support. Yeah, he gave him a year. I mean, great. <laughs> he gave him a year. I don't see, I don't quite go down that road. That that whole, oh, yeah, well, in, in, he's getting so much support. I don't go down that road. Now, I know what people are going to come back at me with. Well, he's lucky he got a year. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, I, I, obviously. But. He's not in a great – Scott's not in a great situation. I mean, he's put himself in that situation. Make no mistake about that. But this should not be surprising. And if and if the next one's Fisher, that should not be surprising. No. And if the next one's Austin, that should not be surprising. Hell, Barrett Root. Now, Barrett, as an alum, is probably a little – It's and I don't think – you know, Barrett's not out looking for jobs. Barrett – played in the NFL for a long time. He's not chasing contracts and all that. He doesn't have six, seven kids. Um, so it's his situation's different, I think. I don't think Barrett is in a, in a situation, you know, I don't, I shouldn't, I'm not, I don't pretend to know Barrett that well, 
or his, I, I know Barrett pretty well, actually, but not his situation that way. I don't think he would be out looking, you know. I think he'd just be content to try to make it work here. If Now, again, though, Tuyoti's situation, much different. Much different. He's got to think about his future. Yeah, if you just Now t- he's got three more years probably locked in. If you're just tuning in, it appears Tony Tuyoti is going to be moving on from Nebraska to Oregon to join Dan Lanning's staff out there. Yeah, fresh start. Fresh contract. Again, like you said before, he came to Nebraska from Cal, so he knows the West Coast, the Pac-12. Yeah. He's, he's, familiar, a, he, he's familiar with the area. He is. He's not. He doesn't have deep Pac-12 roots. It's interesting. But he did come from yeah. there. Yeah, he did. He had a couple years at Cal. A couple years. He, hell, he was with the Cleveland Browns. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been around a little bit. Play, he, was, he had a long coaching stint at Hawaii. Played at Hawaii. Um, I guess that's kind of out there. But it's not like he has deep, deep Pac-12 roots. But again, not surprising. But that's somebody that leaving here, like you can say, did a good job. Like he, that's somebody. I'd say so. Yeah. Like I, I, t- I think universally for Nebraska fans, they would say, "Hey, Tuioti was was a good hire." Oh yeah, that you guy, don't want to lose him. He recruited well, and he, I thought he developed pretty well too. Yeah, he, he he's a he's a loss. Yep. You know, you got the defensive side. Anybody on the defensive side's a loss right now, right? Yep. So strange though, three and nine. Now it's it's that's why these but, con- yeah, the, these these conversations are complicated. Didn't feel like they were the problem three nine again three mm-hmm. nine they they obviously they allowed the points to make it happen. I'm but, telling you though, there's I'm surprised I'm not hearing from certain people that would chime in and say, oh yeah, right, they were great. They didn't. There's times, Jake. I mean, think about Purdue. They didn't get stops against Purdue. They didn't. No, just be real about you this. You can't be perfect every game. They, they've they looked good against Ohio State. Now they had a lot of yards, but they didn't yeah. allow big True. points. Twenty six points to Ohio yeah. State. True. True. I, but then I would all counter day? with Michigan. Late in the Michigan game, they couldn't get stops. They couldn't get stops. Just I understand. don't try to explain. Michigan is also a playoff team right now. Yeah, they're a good team. We'll talk about this and more with Sean Callahan next in an early break on the ticket.